Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is America's Truckin' Network with Steve Summers. All right, back out of here. As we close out the weekend, get a brand new work week underway. A Monday. Uh, although we're not seeing any delays due to precip out west to start the new work week, they still have delays due to the wildfires that continue to rage, where they're now, they say, in excess of 3.1 million acres have burned. Uh, a record fire season with four months to go. And this cloud of smoke that's veiled the West Coast for days on end, which they say extends more than a 1,000 miles above the Pacific. And this extreme fire behavior that's been witnessed, uh, just it hasn't been wild. It's, it's virtually unprecedented in scope and scale is the way they describe it. Uh, the fire tornadoes that have spun up by the handful uh, in at least three big wildfires in the past three weeks, uh, based on the radar data, giant clouds of ash and smoke that are actually generating lightning. Uh, multiple fires that have gone from a, a few acres to more than a thousand acres in a day's time while advancing as much as 25 miles in a single night. And they say the plumes of smoke have soared up to 10 miles high. I mean, above the cruising altitude of commercial jetliners. Unprecedented. Well, scientists, they tell us, scrambling to collect as much data as possible, hoping to unlock some of the secrets of the extreme behavior that we've seen this year. Uh, Retrieving data from the National Weather Service's network of Doppler radars uh, that scan the skies every few moments at up to 15 different vertical angles and stitching all those different elevation slices together as they're uh, producing three-dimensional models of the smoke plume. The Creek Fire, which they say has burned nearly 200,000 acres in the Sierra Nevada, uh, was only 6% contained as of Friday. Now, on back on September the 5th, one day after it was first ignited, its smoke plume uh, had soared to 55,000 feet. Now, that's taller than uh, even tornadic thunderstorm cells that roll across places like Oklahoma and Kansas in the spring. Yeah, such clouds are both indicators and contributors to the extreme fire behavior. 
Uh, anecdotally, according to this forecaster, yeah, this is the deepest that we've ever seen. Yeah, shocked by the height being achieved by the smoke plume. It's about a, a solid 10,000 feet higher than we typically see with the highest of these smoke plumes. Worst contributing factors, the heat wave, uh, the dry winds fueling the wildfires. But the extreme height is kind of a testament to the fire's rapid spread and the release of the heat from these blazes. All right, we get back to our calls here on a Monday morning. And Frenchie, what's going on? Mr. Summer. Hey there. Uh, it must be hell in the control tower to try to direct those planes. Because that's a big job, you know, and they're responsible for so many people. But anyway, um, the reason why I'm calling is uh, driver, CDL driver fraud. I trained a few drivers. And one of them never drove. And I said, oh, did you get your CDL? He said, I had an aunt that was working for the uh, driver license department. <laughs> Go figure. Imagine that. And then there was another one this year. And he, I was looking his driver license in expiry in 2008. It's ridiculous. Every four years we have to go back and 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 do that, you know. I think those drivers, uh, they're not afraid. You have to be afraid of your machine, any machine you operate. You've always been afraid, then you be really careful because this is our respect start. You have to have respect for your machine. Absolutely. Because on 285, around, anytime around the not on 285, you have to be really on your toes because you never know what's going to happen. But anyway, that was my comment. Well, Frenchie, good to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. Have a good morning. What's happening, Philip? I'm just driving down I-4, bud. How you doing? Uh, happy Monday. Yeah, you too, man. Hey, it's funny what this weather's doing, huh? Uh, we got seven storms out there scattered all over the place. Uh, it's It's the peak of hurricane season. Yeah, it's hyperactive this year. Yeah, I tell you what, uh... It's uh, Paulette uh, hitting uh, Bermuda about, well, it's probably almost done with Bermuda right now. And then we got the one going into New Orleans. Uh, man, it's been a crazy year with these storms, I tell you. Sitting there to look at them on the map. I mean, maybe pull up the hurricane uh, hurricane service map. Mm-hmm. And, the, and all of them that have marked out, it's crazy. It's just like dots all over the place. You were talking about the smoke in the air out there in California. I got a friend in Clackamas, Oregon, which is real close to Portland, and uh, he sent out pictures yesterday. All of us saw on Facebook that the smoke was so thick in his neighborhood, he just couldn't believe it. And um, if you look at the plume on the pictures they have, it, it goes almost up the whole west coast of the United States, and then it goes out into the Pacific, like a little hurricane out there, the way the the plume formed around with the upper-level winds. So, I mean, it, it's crazy with this weather this year. It's funny I think how... that's what they're talking about, the smoke plume extending a, a thousand miles out over the Pacific. Well, you think about this. Um, a normal thunderstorm like we have down here in the afternoon, if it's a bad thunderstorm, they'll, they'll run about 40,000 feet. 
in height as far as the cloud base goes. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that one was 55,000 feet? 55. <laughs> now, now, you think about this. You know those that SR-71 Blackbird spy plane they used to have years ago? That plane would go up to 90,000 feet, and that's like on the edge, man. I mean, that's like right when you're going from Earth's orbit right into space. And that's crazy, man. That's unbelievable. Think 55,000 feet. Because normal airplanes, normal, most of your airliners fly in, what, 35, 40,000 feet? Yep, yep. So, you know, I mean, that's crazy, though. But I appreciate your uh, show you had on 9-11. And uh, Dave, too, both of you guys having that. That's cool. I'm glad you guys had that. It kind of broke, broke the monotony up of all this COVID stuff and everything, the political stuff going on now. And, kind of make us understand what's going back where we need to look at and focus on. So, But that's pretty much all I had to say today, Steve. You have a good one, bud. Hey, thanks for checking in. As always, have a great week there. We'll chat again. It is 17 past the hour. And yeah, line's available. It's 888-860-8785 here on America's Trucking Network. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. Colton Herta started from the pole and led 57 to 75 laps Sunday to dominate at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course to win the NTT IndyCar Series Honda Indy 200. Herta picked up his third career win. He spoke in victory lane to NBCSN. Yeah, I'm so happy. You know, we, we've been knocking on the door almost every week, and we've had the pace just... For, for some reason or another, just, just one thing has gone wrong or this thing's gone wrong, but we finally put everything together. Got the pull this morning, had a stellar car. Uh, everybody at Capstone Turbines and then the entire crew gave me an incredible car. And a Honda, Honda Entretti 1, 2, 3, so happy to be powered by Honda 2. Alexander Rossi ran second in Sunday's race. Ryan Hunter Ray third. It's the first time since 2005 that Andretti Autosport has a podium sweep in the IndyCar Series. Graham Rahal was fourth, followed by Marcus Erickson. Points leader Scott Dixon wound up 10th. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. Sick Dennison reporting for ATN. Well, we talked earlier about the, uh, the report about the, uh, the Nicola, Nicola, yeah, the truck and uh, casting doubts uh, as to whether it will ever actually come to fruition. That uh, Bill Gates, the tech guru, uh, casting doubts on the practicality of the Tesla semi uh, in a blog post, uh, which features uh, focuses on zero emission travel options. He says electric vehicles. It's a great option for short and medium hauls. But the batteries needed to power Elon Musk's Tesla Semi are not likely to work in real-world applications. The problem is batteries are big and heavy. The more weight you're trying to move, the more batteries you need to power the vehicle. But the more batteries you use, the more weight you add and the more power you need. Even with big breakthroughs in battery technology, electric vehicles will probably never be a practical solution for things like 18-wheelers, cargo ships, and passenger jets. Electricity works when you need to cover short 
distances. We need a different solution for heavy long-haul vehicles. He goes on to suggest that biofuels or electrofuels could be a lower emission alternative to electric vehicles. The Tesla Semi, unveiled back in 2017 with an expected production slated to begin in 2019, Musk says the Tesla Semi will have a range of up to 500 miles. Of course, several major companies, including the likes of Walmart, PepsiCo, uh, Cisco, J.B. Hunt, and UPS, uh, have already placed orders for Tesla semis. Uh, In June of this year, uh, Musk confirmed that he's ramping up production of the Tesla semi to bring it to market. But to date, to date, still not here. And that particular report uh, compliments of our friends at CDL Life. Hello, always moving. Good morning. Happy post-Labor Day and post-9-11, all that good stuff. Um, so, you know, they made kitty litter lighter, so maybe they'll make the batteries lighter. You know, when they have that scoop kitty litter that's so heavy, and now they've made it light. They've, yeah, I, I haven't tried the lightweight stuff. It's It's a little cost prohibitive, you know, but... It, yeah, it, but it is a whole lot lighter. Yeah, I stood in the store and picked up the different containers just to see, like, okay, is it really that much lighter? It was shockingly lighter, yep. but it was incredibly heavier on the money end. Um, so maybe that's, you know, who knows? Maybe they can, you know, if they think about how computers started. They were the size of a room, and now you have how many functions on an itty-bitty chip in a telephone? So, you know, they might be able to make batteries lighter someday, somehow, some way. I'm not that person that can figure it out, yep. but I can think about it. I can make the question. So listening to all the numbers on the on the fires and stuff, just a little side tidbit. My brother was a smoke jumper for many years out west in his younger days, and uh, he jumped out of uh, Boise, Idaho, Billings, Montana, and after many years of doing that, he he, would, he did that going to college. So in the summertime, he would go jump fires all summer out west. And in uh, uh, during the school year, you know, he was there. He he was also a fire tower watcher up on Isle Royal for a couple of years. And then eventually, when uh, he after he got his education and all, he became a school teacher. He still continued to go out and jump out of airplanes to put out fires. And uh, he moved up to Alaska and did it up there for several years because the tundra was much softer to land on. And after many years of landing on the hard ground out west, it was easier to land on the tundra. And uh, so firefighting to me has always been rather personal in that um, and my brother was quite the photographer, so he always traveled with his camera, and uh, he has quite the uh, slide production slide product, production uh, to show you of all the wildlife and stuff and, and how it would work and everything and stuff. So anyway, so I was thinking about all the, the smoke out there, and I got to chuckling that, okay, so what's all the regulation, the green regulation, going to do for that? Isn't that just the same as when the volcanoes erupt? And yet they expect us to have zero emissions out of everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have, you know, reduced emissions and try to do the best we can with with things. But you got to be realistic that there's just some things in Mother Nature you just can't control. 
and this would be one of them. Now, you know, if if you wanted to get into, I don't know, better land management or whatever, and I'm, that's a whole other discussion, and I have really very, very little knowledge because the one person I talked to that's a friend of my daughter that's from California, she talks about how, you know, they make everybody cut the brush back and that they do this and they go around and they check all the time on the places and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, well, then what did they let overgrow? You know, I don't, I hear a contradiction in that. So I don't know what has happened out there about the the forestry and stuff and, and what you see on TV. I don't know. But anyway, I was just chuckling to myself about how do you control that kind of a plume of smoke and the and the air pollution that you're getting from that. Uh, you know, how does that factor into the Green New Deal? I mean, you you just you're not gonna you're not gonna get it to zero. It's a nice thought, but it's just never gonna get to zero because Mother Nature is always going to have a say in it. Who does California? Who does CARB send the bill to? Right, the fine. Well, the last time they sent it to the um, uh, utility company for starting the fires, you know, they did wind up uh, with quite the uh, quite the uh, fee a fine out of that and uh, and stuff. And I think it was an, I don't think it was a, it was a it was an unbelievable amount that they got that company for because yeah. they said that the, one of the fires had started around one of their transformers or something that had not been quote properly maintained. Um, blah blah blah. Of I course, know. of course. This this time around though, it's I think most of these were lightning sparked fires. So maybe uh, you you send the bill to Mother Nature. It is 29 past the hour. All right, news update time here on America's Trucking Network. All right, back at it here. Hey, you want to jump on board? It's 888-860-8785. Uh, it's not really under the the trucking headlines, but I'm going to share it as a trucking headline because this is one of the perfect examples of uh, many trucking companies who have said, if you... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Defund the police. We're not going to deliver freight in your community. Uh, for fear of the safety of our drivers. Yeah, numerous yeah, company owners and safety departments have spoke out about that in recent months with all this 
talk about defunding the police. Uh, So the question is Austin, Texas. There are now actually two billboards that warn drivers entering Austin. Enter at your own risk. Because the city has reduced its police department budget. And the billboards were actually put up by the Texas Municipal Police Association this past week. Uh, Warning. Austin police defunded. Enter at your own risk, says one of those signs. Uh, The other says, limited support next 20 miles. In other words, if you need police assistance, you may not get it. Because last month, uh, the city council voted to cut the department's budget by $21.5 million. That money's going to be redirected. Other departments and social services, you know. Uh, The Texas Municipal Police Association stated that they put up the billboards to raise awareness that the city's department is defunded and slammed that move by stating, quote, this reckless act, a political stunt by the city council pandering to the radical left, will do nothing but endanger the people of Austin, Texas. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick supported the campaign. Uh, He said the the billboards are great. Texas Governor Greg uh, Greg Abbott also backing the billboards. Uh, He announced that he's going to freeze the property taxes in cities that vote to defund their police departments. Uh, So we all know where this defund the department's got its start. But again, the question being... Uh, Will you, will your company be willing to take a load into Austin, Texas at this point forward? Whereas you're entering at your own risk. That is my question. Hello, Monkey Gouger. Well, good morning, Steve-O. How you doing? Doing all right. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I get started. Steve, I got to give a big shout out to uh, uh, the people at my local Lowe's store there in Sumter, South Carolina. Friday morning, we were uh, in there shopping early in the morning, about 8.30, 8.35. I can't remember what time it was, but we heard these bells start dinging. And this lady come on and said, uh, in observance to 9-11, we asked everybody to please bow their heads for a moment of silence in observance to 9-11. So, you know, I was looking up down the aisles and everybody come to a stop, removed the hat, had the hat over the heart, and, and uh, the lady come back on and give a little prayer. And the thing that really made chills come up the back of my spine was uh, the words she said before she got off the microphone. The people of Lowell's Sumter, we will never forget those that perished in 9-11. And, you know, Steve, I was looking up and down them aisles after I raised my head, and, and all the people that were, were come to a dead stop Removed the cap and was standing there, 
you know, this country ain't dead. We ain't turned left yet, baby. There's a bunch of people still remember 9-11. Yes, sir. And, and uh, I, I just want to give them a big shout-out uh, for that because we've seen so much rhetoric in this corporate rule here lately that it, it's just sickening. But uh, that that really, 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 uh, really, you know, made me proud to be an American. That, that still, you know, in all this rhetoric and everything that, the people of our great country are still willing to stand up and give a prayer and, and, uh, and uh, you know, remove the hats and stuff. So, yeah, I'm real proud. But, uh, Steve, uh, you were talking about that Tesla deal there. Yeah. Them charging, them charging deals. Mm-hmm. Well, this, tr- this truck stop over in Arkansas, I stopped at a good bit. They just put in... Uh, about nineteen of them, um, them, them charging points, you know. And when they were putting them in, they had this big cat generator going in a, a compartment. And I walked over there and got to talking to them. I said, "Hey, I said I thought green is the way to go." They, they looked at me and started laughing. Said, "Okay, what you got to say, smartass?" I said, well, if green is the way to go and electric is the way we're going to run this country, what the hell y'all doing putting a diesel generator in there? <laughs> so we got to have something to charge this battery pack with. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and, and I've, been, I've been seeing this stuff, and, and finally I got to see it firsthand. And, yeah, they got a big old, big old cat generator sitting there. Uh, you know, and I reckon after they charge up and the batteries start going down that thing kicks in and charges up the batteries where they can pump more juice in so where in the world is electric <laughs> cars saving us <laughs> you know what i'm saying seems kind of counterintuitive yes right now i was off last week i was i was finishing up doing a little fishing a little barn building and everything else that I was going home Sunday, Sunday night, and uh, uh, this news flash come on my telephone. It's about Donald Trump rolls out new initiative for truckers. I said, oh, boy, he's going to do away with the ELD, and he's really going to help us. Did, did y'all discuss any of this last week, what he rolled out? Uh, I don't think we did, no. Well, this thing come out, and I'm looking at it, and the more I read it, the matter I got. Is this? Are you talking about the infrastructure plan that he was that the one or? Yeah, the, this this he rolled out as a as a ten point plan to supposedly to help the trucking industry. Okay. And and it started out that he is uh, wanting that more money for autonomous vehicles for autonomous trucks, and that uh, any law that interferes with the hampering of delivering freight, you know, do away with that. And it just went, it, there were so many of them on there that I, I read them and I thought, well, Steve will get his ears burned up this week. I'm glad I'm home. But, I mean, I got, the, the first thing on this day was, 
the more money for the implementation of these autonomous vehicles. You know, there you go. They want to put the truck driver out of business. Uh, I just kind of looked at it, and, and I, when I got up Monday, I called Gary drunk, and I thought, hey, you need to look at this. He said, I'll look at it, send it to me. So I sent it to him. And, and uh, we had a little brief discussion tonight about it. And then, you know, we just kind of both thought the same thing. But the one thing that, that got me, Steve, and I don't understand why they don't understand that this damn ELD is the reason ever since this thing's been implemented, the crash rate has went through the ceiling. And, uh, you know, they, they claim they've done this little deal. It takes effect, what, the 29th of this month, mm -hmm. the easement of the hours and stuff. Well, when you get to looking at that thing, it would take a Philadelphia lawyer to try to figure this thing out. Uh, you can do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know. It's just, it's just more damn rhetoric out of Washington. And, uh, so anyway, that, that's where my, my, uh, looking at the iPad and all that come in Monday, I ain't even picked up the iPad, computer, ain't listening to no news. I've been busy doing other more worthy things, you know. But like, what is like, your like, take like on this fishing? Thing? Like fishing. I went and baited my deer up, getting ready, you know, for that first frost. Uh, man, I'm gonna tell you something. You talking about hot? Woo! It was hot down there in the Carolinas. It rained every day, and after it rained, it become hot and muggy. And uh, we had the heat up like 95, 96 degrees. It was it was really warm down in the Carolinas this weekend. Yep. And uh, got to drink a lot of good premium beer, Budweiser beer. I thought about you, man. Drinking that, drinking and, uh, that Skullbuster stuff. <laughs> nah, that, that middle line, that Skullbuster stuff. I was drinking premium beer, not the light, neither. You know, you go get calories, you go get them no matter what. But anyway, do a little barbecuing and uh, probably hit the pool for the last time this this year. You know, diving in into that every afternoon. I come in for that hard day of fishing and hunting and working and stuff. But it's pretty good week, man. Got a lot done. Uh, so... That's about it for tonight. Just thought we'd let you uh, see if you'd heard anything about this deal they rolled out last week. I don't know that I saw the one you were talking about specifically because I, I, I saw like an infrastructure plan that Elaine Chow had put out, but I didn't see anything about, you know, trucking or whatever specifically. So I'll have to do some digging. But thanks for checking in there. Have a great week, Monkey Gouger. We're a little behind. We'll be right back on America's Trucking Network. Back at it here on a Monday, Monday. What's happening, Horse Feathers? Yeah, morning, Your Honor. Well, that ought to wake Jeff up. 
the last bumper. All right. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, there. Um, hey, what's the capital city in Texas? Capital city in Texas is it? Yeah, the capital of Texas. Is it Austin? I'm thinking. If my geography from thirty some years ago reminds me right, but um, but anyways, just maybe you can Google that or something while we're talking. But yeah, so if if they're not putting, if the cities aren't putting the money that the state has given them as to be used for the type of stuff that's being used for, should the state give them the money even if they're not going to use it for what they were supposed to use it for? Right. So, anyway, um, but I think I have the answer. You and Always Moving, you were looking for an answer. I think I have the answer. Now, the fires are because of Mother Nature, right? With the lightning I, in, in this case, yeah, most of these have been lightning ignited, yes. Okay, so so Mother Nature is, you know, that that goes back to God, right? And the representation here on earth for God is the churches. So can mm-hmm. California go to the churches and get the money? And round up the funds? So I just, I just wondering there, you think, you think that would work out for them? They can go to the church to get the money for the fires that got started by lightning? Yeah, right. Wow. You know, they, they've done crazier things in California. Yeah, and always moving's point, though, that the amount of particulate matter that's being spewed into the air by these wildfires out there, I mean, and it's, it's 24 hours a day right now, seven days a week, relentlessly. Uh, you, 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 can, you can have every vehicle in that state be a zero-emissions vehicle, and it ain't going to do a damn thing to improve your air quality in California. I was going to say, I think it's uncalculatable, and it's, it's going to be more than California. I mean, you look at the dust that came over here from Africa, and you look at what what this is and how far across the country this Now, I've heard rumors that you guys can, you know, you guys are getting dust particles and stuff there in Ohio from this, aren't you, in the, in the Ohio Valley that this has come that far east? Some of it, yep, yep. Yeah, so... You got you got you guys don't have any odor though, right? You don't get the smoke. I I've I've not or? I've not smelled any detected any smoke, you know, wildfire smoke kind of stuff. But but yeah. they, they, there have been photographs in recent weeks of some really beautiful orange and reddish kind of sunsets. And that's all due to the particulate matter. The from, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah. I mean, if they've got smoke going fifty-five thousand feet in the atmosphere, according to the National Weather Service, that's riding along the jet stream all the all the way across the country. I was going to say, yeah, all the trade winds or whatever, the yep. jet stream, and come, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's all. I mean, you, you, all we, we, we watched the dust come off the west coast of Africa, and it traversed the ocean all the way here to you know we had. Yeah, Texas and the Gulf Coast earlier this year with the Saharan dust. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's riding the jet stream, the trade, the trade winds and whatnot. Yeah, okay. I think he, I think he lost his cell. But uh, yeah, good to hear from you there, horse feathers. Uh, with a couple minutes before news update time. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'd say it's probably time for this this law to be taken off the books. You go back into the archives, and these 
uh, laws that have been in place for many, many years. And in this case, it's the state of Michigan, uh, a driving law that is archaic. I don't think anyone follows this law. Uh, is and The issue is a statute that requires the driver of an overtaking vehicle to provide an audible signal to the driver of an overtaken vehicle to give the right away, uh, to give way to the right. In other words, you're supposed to like honk your horn. Now, in this day and age, in the road rage era, if everybody that passed you, you honked your horn to let them know you can get back over to the right. Uh, that's, like I said, I don't think anybody pays attention to it. Uh, the Senate Transportation Committee voted last week to advance a bill to eliminate that particular requirement. Yeah, essentially, slower drivers in the left lane of roadways would be required to move right, even when they haven't been honked at to move over. Does anyone in Michigan actually honk their horn to let the vehicle that just passed them know they can get over? Uh, I wonder what year that thing went on the books. Now, of course, as they say, most people don't even know the law exists. But yeah, you honk your horn and God puts a gun out the window and takes a shot at you. Blow it out, sir. And we'll be back on America's Trucking Network. This is News Radio 700 WLW. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.